Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel Well, three sisters are missing from two foster homes and authorities are calling on the public's help in finding them. Omaha police say uh, 14-year-old Zion Sile went missing earlier this week and now her sisters, Lakeisha and Jabria, are missing from a different Northwest Omaha foster home. Oh, so it seems like they all just uh, kind of bailed. Could it be a family member that they think is raining in all three? They, I don't know. They think all three of them are together and purposefully left the foster homes on their own, that there's no like foul play, but now whether or not they're with another family member or if the three of them just coordinated. I mean, the oldest sister is 14, so it's 14, 13, and then 7. Uh, they are not believed to be in any danger, uh, not considered a factor like foul play. No, no foul play is expected, but they do need to find these young girls. So if anybody has any information, they call the Omaha Special uh, Omaha Police Special Victims Unit, SVU. I didn't know we had an SVU. You never hear about Omaha SVU. No, you don't. That could be a TV show. Right? Bong, bong. Like, I mean, I don't all know. All new Omaha SVU. Bong, bong. Uh, 402-444-5636. Or, you know, I mean, if there's an emergency, you can always call 911. So if the election is uh, two Americans are among the nearly three dozen people killed in the Brussels bombing. A U.S. official confirmed uh, to, that the victims' names haven't been released because their families are still being notified. No word yet on whether they were killed when suicide bombers attacked the airport Tuesday morning or an hour later when another suicide bomber uh, struck at the subway station. More than 250 people were injured in the bombings. Several Americans remain unaccounted for. And six people are under arrest in connection with that terror attack in Belgium. Authorities in Brussels are still looking for two other people involved in the bombings that killed over 30 people and injured 250 others. But how about in France? Uh, they say that they, uh, they uh, foiled a... Uh uh, another attack plan. Oh, they did in France. Yeah, Thank big one. Goodness, yeah. I mean, so there's all those moon bats all over Europe. So I think you're going to see a series of these little, little cell things popping up or well, whatever. Yeah, you just gotta. Going on all over. But they got like six people on a raid or something like that. I think that's what I saw. Yeah, that's yeah okay. that was what I was just saying. Okay. So six people arrested. Uh, authorities in Paris, you know, say, like Jeff said, that they foiled another plot. Investigators are not aware of any link between that Paris plot and last November's attacks in Paris. And the war of words between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump over their wives is heating up. Speaking to reporters yesterday, uh, Cruz, the Texas senator, called Trump a sniveling coward and warned him to leave his wife, quote, the hell alone. <laughs> I saw that. But everybody's, we've heard so much, it's like it didn't feel like people, the media's reacting, but yes. Right. People They're feel egging like, him. They're egging like him on. Heard, it's like we've heard every possible crazy thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That were so desensitized. And you look up, yeah, and you're like, hmm, that <laughs> makes sense. I mean, calling out their wives? Not. Any other time of year, this election, this would be straight crazy right we've all agreed i mean as people and and as members of the like wives children off limits yeah absolutely we do know that apparently ted cruz does like to 
things happen that that appear to come from his camp. He's like, what? And he always goes, that's not me. You know, those little flyers. He's yes. sneaky. Yes. He's a weasel. Yeah. Like what he did uh, Iowa. in Iowa. Yeah. So this was a mailer that went out in Utah. Uh, Isn't this the Mormon the, thing that had a picture thing, of Melania? It was a it was a commercial, so a super PAC that's supporting him. Right, he can, can, he can always ad, say yeah, that, but yeah. anyone can always disavow it. Okay, so what happened? He sent it was a mailer. picture of Melania, like basically naked. I mean, it was a it's a, she's a model. Photo. She's yeah. a model. She's a model. So, so she's all like, it was was like, this is his wife. Do you want to? It's going to offend. Geez. This is your first sensibility. So yeah. he's coming out going, you want to. Uh, bring in my wife. He's claiming you guys started it first. Yeah, because I saw the photo that he had tweeted out between uh, Kuz's wife and his wife, and it says something like uh, "enough said" or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and it's I was a picture like, of yeah. poor Heidi <laughs> Cruz in an unfortunate like face hold, yes. like, like blah, and then there's Mel. Well, it's just so unfair because there's Heidi Cruz on one side who's like, blah, and there's Melania on the other side who's like, Posing. wow. I mean, it's it's just it's 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 an it's a stacked deck yeah. against poor, poor Mrs. Cruz as far as like you know, sex kitten goes. So but the, like at the end of the day, it's really all about nothing. No, that is. Yeah, it's, nothing. Uh, the, no, the women really haven't been disparaged. Well, I think in the case of Trump, I could imagine him being like, "What do you mean? That's your, you know, like, are you running my wife down?" I could see him getting upset, but at the same time, being Trump and being like, "That's right, she's hot." My wife. Is Why doesn't he say that? That's I what know, he should be doing. Exactly. Maybe I, who knows? But Cruz is really getting upset. He's um, very upset. He's screaming and yelling and. Well, and now it's, it's so weird. The, the news cycle, it's so strange. So there is the alleged Ted Cruz sex scandal that you may have seen as a trending hashtag on Twitter is totally not real. It's based no, no. on an article in the National Enquirer, and the tabloid is claiming in its new issue that Cruz is hiding five different mistresses, including a woman it calls, quote, a foxy political consultant and a high-placed New York uh, uh, D.C. attorney. Don't you think if you may- Make it that far in politics with no sexual scandals that you're pretty much a dead fish or happily married, <laughs> which is the same thing. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be something because because hope because they run people at you, right? They, they do. I mean, and there's they try. They, I mean, that's the one chick in the armor for power. I mean, that's the one thing. It's like zipper problem. It's an easy fix. It's like if you want to get somebody out of the way. Bam, you know, and then there's some people like b- former President Clinton who are just Teflon. I mean, women were out amazing. of the way, you know, they were throwing, I mean, uh, there was nothing that stuck. I mean, everything was like, yes, I had a, fa-, you know. Do you remember they tried to get, whether they did, whether it's official or not, remember Lee Terry had a snafu that he never did anything. Lee Terry never did anything wrong. No. But his was almost more, <laughs> he was in the middle of something and didn't realize. <laughs> like, he was, all he was was at a bar. Yes. But he's and, so clueless. It was sort of oblivious to the gal coming on to him. And oh, people, really? Like his people had to be like, dudes, walk away. And he's like, well, I'm just talking to a constituent. You're like, that's no constituent. Is it a prostitute? It was no. just a very... It, um, very it was just excite- at some D.C. bar with lots of people watching. And okay. there were question marks whether this gal was sort of had an okay. agenda to be seen. With, you know, coming yeah. on to him. And he didn't do anything wrong, really. Right. And then he, it was almost like he took... Heat for, or being teased right. for like we are. But it's so for doing nothing for being nothing. What's so interesting is that in in fifty years, I mean, I guess can we say a fifty year span? Maybe a little bit more, like sixty years. I mean, you've had people who are seated in the White House, running women in and out. You know, like I mean, you had Kennedy, who was a prolific 
womanizer, and it was never mentioned. Like, that was never a topic in, in, in an election. It was always about just your policies, your platforms, who you were as a professional so public you're that, person. You're saying they probably shouldn't mention it anymore? I don't think that they should. <clears throat> I don't know, think it past. matters. Hey, I, mean, I mean, if you're running, I mean, it's... It's not well, and I don't think you should be able to ever go after someone's family, obviously. No. But, but politicians use their family against them. They re- no, I mean, as a political like, tool right, when it's right. positive. Yeah. Right. And kids were supposed to be offsides, but they always now use their kids. Like we saw locally, the Ricketts used his kids in yeah. ads. People use their kids in ads. Like, so can you use family members for the positive, but then always turn around and be like, how dare you mention my. Well, like, you don't want guys going after guys. Wives, tough, but, but don't. Because you're fleshing out a full picture of someone and who they, who they are. Yeah, so but this is my wife. These are my children. I get it. Like, you're standing there. But I think that when. I know what you mean. Like then, then there's that point where when do kids become this divisive tool of like, what a great family man. You're like, all right. I'm, but don't you think that we're all jaded as voters now, where we see that and it's almost like, well, what are you doing? Like we almost judge them for using their children. Like yeah. children are supposed to be off limits. Like don't use Boy, them in that it. way. I don't know anyone who likes it. You hate it because all political ads used to just be. The guy, you'd see him shaking hands, stumping. Maybe you'd see him behind a podium. And then at the end, it might be a shot of him with his wife and kids. Yeah, and it's like, standing vote for park, me. Exactly. Like, yeah. vote for me. And then that was it. Like, it was just like, here's the full picture at the end. Because yeah. they always had to be like, because nobody single will ever get elected unless you're a widower. <laughs> Don't tell Lindsey Graham that. I he mean, why is so that? bad. You got to have a family. You got no, yeah, to you know, flush it out. You got to feel like you're stable. It's sort of like the... It's sort of like, you know, in the military, most of those guys, uh, most of those people are married. I mean, there's they're sort of like a, to move up the ranks to be general and stuff like that. Those are usually family men. They want to oh. see that you're stable and grounded and, you know. Well, look at that face. Well, you know, anyway, next. So this is the latest. This is the whole, you know, thing in this election cycle right now is this war of words between regarding the wives. I just feel bad. I, I feel bad for the wives. I mean, Melania, not so much, just because I think she's lived a public, you know. Because she's hot. Well, no, but I feel like <laughs> no. Heidi's probably behind closed doors like, really? <laughs> Don't put me up against her. But what's interesting is momentum is building to allow weapons inside Cleveland's Quicken Loans Arena during the Republican National Why? Convention. Doesn't that sound like a bad idea? Yes. Why? Yes. Why? I think that sounds like a bad idea. A petition on change.org. Uh, people, uh, Republicans are calling on some Republican groups. Patriots are calling on uh, the arena to allow an open carry of firearms in accordance with Ohio law. This is bad. <laughs> this is all bad. I mean, <laughs> I think it's bad not idea. Bad. Any day, any year, bad idea. But right. then on top of it, the year where there's going to be fights. Yeah. I know. I mean, a convention is supposed to be boring, milk toast. You hardly even want to watch it on TV. We're yeah, all going to be watching. This could be the cherry on the pie, on the on the cake, where Trump walks out with his guns. Blaren. Oh, where he's, uh, <laughs> president he's the president of America, Mar- mediocracy. Yeah, yeah uh, President what's Camacho. It? Camacho. Shooting <laughs> 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 machine guns in the air. Oh, boy, I think it's a bad idea. Yeah, I saw that story. I was like, that, I hope that no one thinks that that's something that should get Those rubber. things get riled. I mean, those things are getting crazy yeah. in those uh, those fights. And, but, uh, yeah, wow, we'll I know. 
Uh, so Christians throughout the world uh, getting ready today. Good Friday. Churches across the U.S. are going to hold special services to commemorate the trial and crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Now, some businesses actually be closed this afternoon. Yeah. And some state and local government offices close all day. Federal offices, including the post offices, will be open. Mail de- delivery will be normal. But Wall Street U.S. markets are closed. So it is Everybody's kind of going to be at Stations of the Cross. Yeah, we were just talking about that last night at dinner, Stations of the Cross, and we were all sharing our... I always liked it. You did? But my mom I, I, my mom was like, oh, no, I just... I liked Mass, but I never really liked Stations of the Cross. I was like, really? I liked... Because Stations of the Cross was like this great story. It was like, and then he went on to the next trial, and then it was like the next chapter and the next chapter. And you get handed the little booklet... Yes. ...that you only have one time a year. Uh-huh. These dog-eared, illustrated little paper book... And it's the passion of the Christ. And then it's all the cool little things that you look around the church that normally as a kid you're staring at during... during don't know why. Sunday. It's just a long like, day What is church. that? What is yeah. that? Yeah, so today, yeah, Stations of the Cross. I guess Pope Francis expanded Holy Week, a uh, Holy Week ritual. He washed the feet of women refugees. You know, uh, he washed the feet of a dozen refugees, eight men, four women. It's the first time women have been included in the Holy Thursday ritual. And normally it's men... Yeah, oh, usually wow. only guys. These are these goofy things of when you're a child Catholic. One, going to church means hearing a story you've heard a thousand times that yeah. you still have no idea what it means. No. You're like, by the way, are we ever going to explain what any of this means? <laughs> so one of the things early on as a kid is that all these stories on Sunday are about people washing other people's feet. Yeah. Do you remember that? What was the last time? We're always being like... Yeah, but, but but there's a long tradition. John the Baptist washed Jesus' feet, or Jesus washed John the Baptist's feet. Mm-hmm. There's all these stories because it's a feet traditional. Yeah. But as a kid, you're like, what is with the feet washing? <laughs> Did they all were they all dirty? Did yeah. no one have shoes? Not really. No one ever pauses and gives a historical background. It's just, this is why. It's always kind of cool though when you get one of those uh, sermons, like it, when you get one of those priests that is. You know, I'll wash uh, your feet. No, 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 no. <clears throat> it is a uh, like a Bible historian, and they'll be like, because you know, in the time, they didn't really have sandals. They just had these. And you're like, oh, you're one of those guys that like tells us why the feet washing is such a big deal. Because by and large, it's like Jeff said, it's just well, not if he's a Catholic priest. They, they don't Jesuits go usually. <laughs> Jesuits kind of go. Yeah, but you're not getting that when you're a kid. I'm just saying oh, yeah, we had the when it's the the washing of the feet. Yeah. We stick to the same yeah. script year in and year out. So the Stations of the Cross is. Is like an hour-long version of telling you the same story that you've heard every year. (laughs) You're like, okay. 2.15 every Friday. I remember heading over to church with your rosary. Time for Stations of the Cross. Molly was the only one excited, apparently. Because you thought if you did them fast, you could get out early. Like, if you were like, okay, if we clip this along. <clears throat> that is your uh, news update on Oz number one hit music station, Channel 941. The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. All right, welcome to the show. I uh, saw a story about there's, like, you know, like a Goodwill charity bookstore over in the U.K., and they put out a notice to people like, please stop donating your copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, really? <laughs> There's a lot of books that every. <laughs> Go to the Goodwill, man. There's a ton of books. Yeah, there are saying. a ton, aren't there? Yeah. You great. Buy, and you're tempted because you're like, oh, these are great titles. Right. But you realize why there's so many books at the Goodwill. Is that I, in a Kindle world, you're like, do I really want the physical? Well, it just takes up room. It takes right? a ton of room, yeah. man. 
well, it depends. I mean, we were we were doing yesterday in the car ride. We were reading, mm-hmm. and we had a book, and I was reading to the kids like out of the book, and then the book was over, and they're like, "Well, what's the next book?" We were, I was reading them Harry Potter. And I didn't bring the second Harry Potter book, but I just pulled it up on my phone okay. and I started reading it off of there. And as far as like as a kid goes, it's just there's something about sitting with your kids with an actual book, like them being able to page through it and look at the photos when yeah. you're not around and stuff that a Kindle just can't recreate. But as far as the Fifty Shades of Grey, like part of our lives, yes, no physical copies of that need to be found. <laughs> that needs to be like Kindle only available. So you, re- you read to your kids on the way here. Yes. Did, does Peter just go to his happy place? No, he asked trip, me. He was, really? he, he's never read Harry Potter. And so the two of us have been reading it to him at night. We do a chapter a night. Okay. And then I was like, well, it's going to be a long car ride tomorrow. And we were close to the end. Like we had a couple chapters left. And so I was like, well, do you want me to, you know, like, that'd be great. He's like, I'd love to hear that how, how it ends. Like, I, he's oh, like, funny. I know that you were up next to read and, you know, then I get behind. And so I ended up reading like, I think eight chapters yesterday out loud. Like by the time, Shades of Grey. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey to the kids. I was like, and then Christian Grey. The kids are like, go back to that part with the ties. Like you kids, you, you naughty little you kiddos, little guys, don't go trying this on the playground. All right, so what's the story? So the Goodwills in England say no more. Yeah, copies. they're basically telling them stop donating. They're like fifties and sixties vinyl records. Sure, please load us up. Like we can't get enough of those. But uh, your copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. They say that like this one store is like we have a hundred of so copies already. Just currently, God, on remember the shelf. you couldn't even find a copy. No, not that I was looking, but yeah. No, I mean, everybody, everybody had, had one. Him. Yeah, nobody was sharing. Like everybody wanted to be reading it at the same time. Or but you know now those because Fifty Shades of Grey is not the book that you keep around on your bookshelf. Like, we all know that there are the books that you keep, like, that are... Hey, there was a moment when I'd go to the... Anywhere, if there'd be a gathering, a pool or whatever, a park, right. and you would look over, and everyone at the pool, yes. for example, would be reading it. Yeah. That summer you know, after it came out. All you girls. Just all look, and there'd be all the ladies sitting there on the, on the chaise lounge. But it's sort of a burn after reading. Yeah. Yes. There are books like that where you're like, God, I don't want to spend a lot of money on this because I know it's a one one time read. Or you don't want it on your bookshelf, like Mein Kampf or <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, or you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Grayer, or Fifty like or the one hundred copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I I forgot about the second market, like the second tier market. I guarantee books. the Goodwill uh. probably sells more books today than. Then uh, uh, Barnes and Noble, Noble will. You think? I totally have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> when was the last time you were in a Barnes and Noble? Yeah, I've walked yesterday. through the one at. Uh, <laughs> you were at a Barnes and Noble yesterday. Made for my husband for coffee? No, no. I was gonna. Uh, there, we almost went into the Barnes and Noble because I wanted to buy the second book until I found out I could just pull it up on my phone. People window shop for books at the, those Barnes and Nobles yeah. anymore. Yeah, because it's a coffee shop. Yeah, it's like a really and great bookshelf. <laughs> Drink their coffee. You're like, well, this was a fun visit. They're like, we need you to buy books. I always thought that was amazing. Soon to be a do space. Yes. Mm -hmm. They all need to have the slash banner. Halloween store. Coming in October. (laughs) I know. They make a whole space. Well, it amazes me that they even allow people to uh, to uh, read <laughs> read without paying for it. You know what I mean? Sit there and inside the store Mm -hmm. and read. There's and really, drink your coffee, eat your snack, whatever the hell right. you're doing, and then leave without purchase. It's kind of amazing. You know? 
And as somebody who... You should be shut down. I, I mean, know, but as yeah, a... They're hoping you'll buy some. Gosh. I used to do that. Like when I didn't have the money to buy hoping. the book. Yeah. I would go and buy oh, a yeah. cup of coffee. And be like, well, I will be over here reading the next well, couple of chapters. Well, business used to be so booming. That right, they didn't care. Th- there were so many people in there. You would go in and uh, kids are there studying. Everybody's... Didn't it also go along with the coffee craze, it seemed? Yeah. When people, at least in Omaha, seemed really excited to go in public and pay for coffee. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because there was always that, that little coffee area. I mean, there was a big border around the corner. That's funny to even think, but yeah. And all it was was just a library with a with really good coffee. Yes. But it wasn't supposed to be a library because you weren't supposed to be borrowing. You were supposed to be buying. So why, don't libra- why didn't libraries tap into that and be they like, have- dude, we're already doing this and we don't have to make a profit. Let's just start serving really good coffee. I they figured that... Uh- and it would never take. The one downtown does. Now they the do. The main library. We're talking about back then. Oh, back then? Well, yeah, because it was supposed to be like, shh, you're studying. Look at the microfiche. The microfiche. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, back in the day where you had to go and sit at those big screens and the thing would go flying by. You'd be trying to find a newspaper cover so you could finish your report on the tornado that happened in 1977 because that was like some history class. You're like, this is terrible. On the microfiche. Do you remember? Yes. You need to pull up the microfiche. Wait. Fill out the slip. You had to fill out the slip and hand it over to them and they'd go and they'd get it and then you'd take it over to your little station. <laughs> oh, the days. Kids have got it so easy now. They just oh, go on their yes. phone and the whole world's right there. Uh, but I'm surprised yeah. that they have not... The, they haven't put the microfiche on the internet. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? I would love. I mean, that. I don't know if they're holding on to give you a reason to have to go to the library, but probably the oh. manpower of putting that on there. That's got to be. Insane. I wonder what it is to but house it's history. all that. I mean, that is like history. All that would be is screenshots. That's all the microfiche. No, I'm saying is. no. The um, I'm saying the uh, the 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 uh, gigabyte storage space. If you were like to save all those newspapers from all across, I mean, because that's really cool. I mean, some of those, it's like you know, the the black mar- I mean, the, the uh, Wall I, Street collapse. What I'm saying is, if you don't put it on digitally, yeah. it's eventually gone. I mean, yeah. if it's not digitally archived, it disappears or gets lost in, 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 the, in the end of the room. Or I mean, there's whatever, a lot of stuff so. that that's you think is on the oh, you internet me? that it's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's really good for information um, currently over the last twenty years. Yep, but if you need to go back to your, I don't know, your roots, or maybe you want to pull up a paper or anything mm-hmm. like that from uh, back in the day when you, even when your father was younger, you can't you still, get it. You, you gotta, still have to go to the library. You still got to go to the library and you still got to go through the motion. Yeah. Well, I love the library. I don't, know, I don't go, but uh, hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, Diana. Hey, Diana, talk to us. What's up? Um, so I am a huge fan of the Omaha Public Library, and they actually have archived everything. You can go back to newspapers from, like, 1870 on there. So what do you do? Um, you just have to pay for it? You just have to sign up no, for it? No, it's free. If you have a library card, you just use your library card to sign it. But you got to go down to the library, right? Nope. Nope, it's online. Well, wow. But I'm just saying that a Google search isn't necessarily then connected to that. No. No. no that's no, what we need. You have to go in. You have to go to the library, on the library website. And they have, and you can do ancestry stuff. You can go, I, I believe they have a, the ancestry.com that you can use through the library with your library card number. Okay. Um, you can download, they have digital magazines. I mean, like talking good magazines, not like woodworking USA. <laughs> um, I love learning more have, about Lay's. They have, 
they have free music downloads. Um, they have ebooks. It our library is awesome, and a lot of people don't use it uh, online. You know, Online, yeah. So you're okay. you're saying basically that microfiche information is available on the Omaha Library website if you have a library card. Yep, absolutely. That's well, that's really good cool. news. I didn't, I didn't, no one's even said anything of that. Well, that's pretty cool. Right on. Yeah. So, anyways, so check out. Okay. I, I, I don't work for them. I'm just. A <laughs> She's like, I you're just, just love a the fan. library. You're just a disciple. <laughs> I'm just a nerd. Okay, nerd. <laughs> right. Don't worry, you're in good company. Thanks for calling. Hold on now. More of the Big Party Show. Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. All right, 402-938-9400. That's in the show. Clever News, Molly. We lost a comedy legend yesterday. Gary Shandling died at an L.A. hospital. They say massive heart attack. Yeah, they said that they said he was talking to people and everything, and then all of a sudden they got a call from his. He showed up to the hospital. Well, they got him there in the ambulance, but he was wide awake and everything, and then he was alert, alive. So he had had he ever had a heart attack before? They, I don't know about previous, but they said he hadn't been suffering from any like illnesses. I mean, there was so he had the big one, the The widowmaker. That's Mm -hmm. what a lot of them they say. If you survive the first one, yeah, a lot of these people with heart disease. If you survive the first one, you got a chance. Uh, but most of the time, you're done. you get the big one, oh, you're oh gone boy. the first time. Gosh, it's just so scary. So it's just, you know, he hasn't really been in the public, uh, like in no. front of the camera much in the last couple of years. But, I mean, his resume is just unbelievable. I loved his show. He had two, actually. The Gary Shandling show, and then It's Gary Shandling, yeah. which was the the one before that. But don't you remember Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Tambor, the Gary Shandling show? Jeffrey Tambor played his sidekick, and it was supposed to be like a late night type of late night show. behind the scenes. Yeah. The cast was amazing. So it ran from uh, 1986 to 1990. So Friends, uh, Judge, Judd Apatow, Kathy Griffin, Fred Willard, they've since taken to Twitter to remember him. But it's just so sad. Yeah, 66. God, the Widowmaker. Oh, what well, oh. was he just in where he played a politician, like where he had a small part? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'll have to pull it up on IMDb. Um, Ho- John Travolta has an interesting little uh, hotel writer. He apparently Captain America. Yes. Remember Captain America: Winter Soldier. So he, you remember he was the he he's was the politician, the That's slimy right. guy. Where they are all polar, part of uh, Octagon or whatever that that bad. You know, underground. And other than that, you but he's the seen suit. Him. You know, and he's yeah. like center to my room later. Like uh-huh. he was kind of comic relief. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, what? I don't. Uh, one of John Travolta's requirements in his current hotel writer is reported the, that he quote needs a male masseur. <laughs> a mas- like a masseuse. A masseuse. Like a male. A male. There's something well, behind that. I mean, yeah. a lot of times when people get a masseuse, they want the strong hands. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I guess a source is telling Page Six. And they take out the thing with the wife that there's anything sexual. I mean, that is also one of the deals. Okay. You're, if you're married, oh, really, you have a masseuse. Oh, okay. Got you it. better be female. male. Well, Peter has in his writer to have it. You're, you're like, right. no, it's a guy. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, except it's John Travolta. Well, and, he's a guy, so <laughs> no, I'm saying, but he. Well, uh, see, they're going to say gay. he's gay. Yeah, he, he, that's uh, going to roll well, this over. Too. He's had trouble in the past. He's been the subject of lawsuits involving male massage therapists. He has, yes, that have been like he wanted a little bit more than just your regular quit it. massage. It's, I mean, it's, there are lawsuits out there. I guess he also uh, John Travolta also requests that hotel staff 
put up aluminum foil and dark curtains in his room so that nobody can see in. That makes sense, but that would be awful right. Yeah, life. blackout curtains My type of thing. Yeah, and then he, I guess he also brings his own sheets and asks that any hotel room he occupies be empty for 24 hours before John Travolta arrives in order to avoid anyone else's lingering scent. Isn't that kind of interesting? I've never I've thought heard of, of people, bringing my own sheets. But. I've, done, I, I've traveled with people who did, where they stripped the bed and put their own sheets on. That like, makes sense, right? I, I mean, mean, if you are going to be there for a while and you know you feel particular about like your You don't sheets. feel like they changed the sheets is what I would think. Is that what you're saying? If you're bringing <laughs> your own, you're saying I don't necessarily you know, trust them. Trust how often you guys are changing these. That or some people just have like, I like my sheets. I'm going to be here for a while. We're going to be staying here. It's not just an overnight. Like we're going to be staying here, camped out for the next whatever while we're filming. So I'm just going to bring my The own massage sheet. thing is just... That's I'm not, not looking at it. None of us know. Most of we've all had massages. Not just I don't know. It's weird how there's this whatever scandal hanging over. Right. Remember Kevin Costner on his honeymoon got in trouble. That was a lady, the massage therapist. Don't you remember he rolled? No, I'm not saying it's gay or anything. I'm just saying that the sexual oh, nature yeah. of it's a massage. What people I don't know think why it, it's there for some people, and other people are like, I got a bad back. Yeah. What massages could lead to. Uh, today, opening in theaters, Batman versus Superman, My Big Fat Greek Wedding Part 2. Oh, you're and kidding me. Get a job. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people want to see the Big Fat Greek Wedding. Part 2. I know. The first one was huge. Mm-hmm. So it's got one of the Seinfeld guys. It's got the... Uh, not Seinfeld, one of the NSYNC guys. Uh, yeah, Joey Fatone. Yeah, he was, in, he was in the first one. Yeah, he plays her brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone, John Stamos. Uh, I guess it takes place 14 years after they got married, and they're preparing to send their teenage daughter off to college while dealing with their louder-than-ever Greek relatives. And comedy ensues. Have you guys seen the first one? Yeah. first one was good. It was pretty good. It's cute. Yeah. It's really cute. They're so funny. Love you guys. Channel 94.1.